0: You're a boss I
1: just bitch. don't understand why you don't She's have no
0: money. I, so I would marry you. You're funny. a tequila You're lover. A You're not a party. You're, You're,
1: vanity. Vanity. You're the Chargers number one. i a Hey, all you catches! It's your favorite former single gal, Erin, who transformed in front of your eyes, got reeled in in front of your ears and had an Oprah aha moment that changed everything. Ladies, before we can reel in the catch of a lifetime, we must first bait the hook with self-love. You're tuned in to another episode of You're Such a Catch, a podcast dedicated to helping you realize the catch that you are. We do not have to be defined by our relationship status nor conform to societal norms. All we have to do is be ourselves. Last week, we heard from my boyfriend, Jamar John Johnson, who candidly shared what it was like growing up with such traumatic circumstances. Despite the adversity he faced as a youth, he believed he was destined for more. One day while listening to Napoleon Hill, he realized the purpose of his life. He now lives each day with that passion and mission in mind as he claims greatness. I hope the episode touched your heart and reminded you it doesn't matter what cards you're dealt you can overcome hard things and live out your purpose too. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to Amy Miles, a shamanic healer who specializes in holistic health. She became awakened to her spiritual connection and touched by the shamanic vibration. She answered the calling after meeting her spirit animal and shamanic guide and is now a certified shamanic practitioner. For my 40th birthday, I gifted myself a shamanic healing with Amy. Amy, It was a magical experience today we'll discuss working through trauma from this life from a past life or even through DNA and ancestral clearing to claim healing before we get to it please make sure you've subscribed on whatever podcast player you tune in on you aren't gonna want to miss a thing if you find this episode helpful please share it on your Instagram or with a friend or someone who could benefit from the message There's also a downloadable worksheet that corresponds with today's episode. If you want to follow along, take action, and evoke change, click on the link in the episode notes to download and print the form. All right, Amy, well, let's jump right to it. So do you mind describing to my listeners
0: what shamanic healing is all about? Yes, of course. So shamanic healing is working with the soul's energy to heal trauma that gets stuck in within the emotional and physical and spiritual body. And it's working with the universal energies and the earth energies to help clear those traumas within our physical body and spiritual body. And those traumas can be linked to traumas that we've experienced in this life, traumas from past lives, and also trauma that can be carried through our ancestral line, like in our DNA, where we get repeat, think history repeating itself in whether it be an illness or situations or behaviours. And that energy gets stuck within our soul's energy and it can we can carry that round in our physical body. It gets stuck in our muscles, we can become tense, we can create physical illness and mental illness as well. Mm-hmm. And just generally create issues in our life that we can't seem to move forward with and with shamanic healing it helps to tap into what the what's created those causes and we're able to close that energy down and let it go from our physical bodies and from our spiritual body so that's kind of what shamanic healing is and what's involved (laughs) In the session, as you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's so fascinating to me. Now, obviously, if you experienced a trauma in this life, you're well aware that that happened and you're doing whatever you need to do to kind of like heal from that and move forward. But if you experienced a trauma in one of your past lives, or like you were mentioning from an ancestor when it was kind of passed down, the normal person, I would think, even myself, I'm going, how would I be aware? that that occurred and that this might be something that I needed to explore to kind of overcome it.
0: It can be like an underlying feeling that there's something more that's created it. So it can be fears as well. So you may have unknown fears. So some people may have a fear of of drowning or water, but they've never had a traumatic experience in this life. And that can be related to a past life that's been, that fear has been brought forward. And it's kind of like stuck in your soul's energy is like a survival mechanism to mm-hmm. try and get you through life. So that fear can be presented in, in many other ways in your life. It doesn't have to be through the fact of drowning. It can be presented in in other ways as well. So it kind of does repeat. Past life trauma does repeat, but in different ways as well in this life. Um, so you may find that you've had a, a traumatic experience in your life, which can be linked to a past life, but the past life has nothing to do with the trauma in this life. But it's about the emotion, the emotion that you're holding mm-hmm. that's linked to that trauma. And that's what's what the healing is. It's about tapping into your emotions and really feeling what that feeling is.
1: Wow. Yeah. So can you also explain a little bit about how you became a healer and what goes into that process before we kind of dive in how you actually heal people?
0: Yeah, so basically, I've just lived a normal life, as as you like to call it. Um, (laughs) So it's only been sort of six years ago that I got led to the shamanic path. And, And when I did, it all seemed to make so much sense to me. It was like it's something that'd been missing from my life. And it was obviously ready. Mm. It was time for me to take that path. I'd experienced what I needed to experience in my life. So I could now take this new, whole new journey. And it was a year-long training course. And through that training, you have to go through all of the processes of self-healing. So that when you come to working with clients, you're able to understand and navigate that energy and also to present it to people so that they understand what's happening as well. So it's an in, it's been an intense learning, and it still continues even today, mm-hmm. and, and for the future it will continue for me to keep unraveling those layers. Mm-hmm. You said you felt called to do this, to that
1: that you were kind of pulled in this direction. Have you always been somebody who wanted to help others and kind of believed in the quantum field of possibilities and and all of that? Or what? what's your background that kind of like supports this? Because like I mentioned, I feel like a lot of people aren't even aware that this is a thing. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So I didn't know anything about shamanic practice before I got introduced to it. And previous to that, my life was didn't involve really anything spiritual at all. Although I'd always known there was more to life than what I'd been sort of brought up with and programmed with. I'd never quite found what it was that I needed to go further into. So I'd never taken any other steps to that until just before my shamanic course began. I actually began by learning Reiki, which is again, working Mm. with the energetic body, but I didn't stay with that for long. And that's what led me to the shamanic path. So previous to this I was just what you'd call a normal person living working with a family going through the normal life disasters and tests <laughs> in life and so I'd never really touched on it but I'd been always been interested mm-hmm. in crystals and sort of drawn to that kind of thing but never really understood it so mm-hmm. when I found the shamanic path it kind of put everything into perspective to for me, and it opened up a whole new world, really. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm glad that you got into this practice and that you felt called to do it because I personally had the experience of working with you, which I absolutely loved and gained so much from, which is literally why we're talking right now. Because after spending that time with you and going through the process, I really felt like a different person and i felt so passionate about i don't know if you want to call it the results or how i felt after or just this like feeling of being free that i was i was thinking oh my gosh you need to share this with everybody because if other people are going through life and feeling fatigue or bogged down by something or maybe they are experiencing a physical manifestation of a emotional trauma, this could be hugely
0: healing and and quite literally change their life. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and people have to be ready to take this healing because I think I I explained it to you that when we're doing the healing, it's actually you that's guiding it subconsciously. Mm -hmm. You know, it's your higher self that, that leads me through The pathways of your soul and I'm just walking alongside you and helping you um, to clear it so when we come out of the healing and I explain everything to you as what I've seen and what I've done your work is then to process that so it's a lot to process as you know you have to really understand it and it has to resonate with you for you to be able to let go of that energy so you do have to be ready like some people Will say to me, oh, "I've given your details to this person because I think they really need help." But that person's not ready because mm-hmm. it's it, shamanic healing is looking at, at, the, at the sort of shadow self. Sometimes mm-hmm. people aren't ready to face that, so it's it is a, it's a deep journey, but it's very re- rewarding when it frees you so much.
1: Yeah, rewarding is a
0: perfect term for it. Yeah. The clients are are also doing the work and like I said to you, it's amazing that you were ready to take that path and you showed me what you needed to show me for me to help you on that journey as well. Yeah, and I mean, so we didn't talk
1: in great detail before going through the session together about what I was really feeling or whatnot. We just kind of started the process, and I'd like you to share kind of how the process begins and when somebody um, comes to you for this healing, what they can expect. But what I found most interesting, which I'm sure we're going to get to, is exactly what I was feeling and why I wanted to come to you. And the the physical things that I was experiencing, we touched on and they were things that you pointed out
0: and there's no way you would have known. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. So at the beginning of a session, it would be like a quick consultation. So I explain about shamanic healing, what's involved. And and then I would ask ask the client, you know, why is it? They feel that they need a healing today and usually that's the kind of beginning of the opening of the energy. So it's where the client then begins to open up and speak about what they feel is blocking them at this present moment in time. Once we've had a quick consultation and a chat, just to relax you as well because it's important that you're relaxed so your energy is more open. I then begin by working with a shamanic drum. So the shamanic drum has got a spirit itself and it helps to guide me in the journey and it helps me to transmute energies as well. And it takes me into your energy and it's from there that I'm then navigated where to go, whether it be past life or traumas in this life, So it's called, which is called soul retrieval and also the ancestral healing and whatever needs to be carried out will be carried out. There's other things that can be done in the healing. If it's, if it's done via video call, there is a sacred space that's created using stones where your energy is brought into that space. So I can work with you in the space next to me. And if it's done in person, then obviously you're there in person. But there's other things that I may use throughout the healing, like the singing bowls and crystals and also the sacred pipe. Uh, and rattle so there's maybe different things that I'm drawn to having to use through that session depending on what needs doing then once the once the drumming's finished is then when I explain to you everything that I've seen and done in your energy so that you can then process that for the the, the next 28 days which is the healing process and there is also like the physical sensations that you may feel within that session, whether you, whether it's online or in the, in the physical as well. So throughout the session, you may feel heat or tingly sensations in your body. You may feel emotional. You may want to cough or sneeze. And it's just your physical body is processing the energy and releasing it whilst the session's happening. So, which I know you said you experienced.
1: I did. And I thought that was really fascinating. I mean, you have to be open, obviously. I mean, you and I are in two completely different places, yeah, right? Absolutely. And we're on this video call, and I didn't really know exactly what to expect, but I consider myself to be very open-minded and I think you have to be open-minded for this process, right? And I'd like you to expand a little bit on how it works when we're not physically together, because it obviously does. You're able to still tap into my energy, but I did find it quite literally (laughs) fascinating that I was feeling a certain way. So when we started our call, I felt fine. I felt normal. And during the call, I did have some tingling sensation in my left hand. I actually felt very, very nauseous at one point. And I hadn't felt that way when we first started talking or even going into the call. And I thought that was quite interesting too. And again, like we're in two separate places and it's just really, I mean, I think somebody actually has to experience it for themselves so that they're no longer skeptical because it's like when you're in the thick of it, you're like, whoa, this is really happening. And you're feeling a physical, something happening to your body.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So when you're working in this healing process, all the work is carried out on a higher dimension. So it's like you're in a completely different time and space, if you like. So that's why you can feel and, and relate to all the sensations because we're working with your etheric self. So we're working on a higher level when it's like a higher dimensions when we're doing the healing session. So that's why it works so well. We're even doing it online distantly as much as it does in person. It's exactly the same experience as you would get you know, if you were here in real life.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the other thing that I found so interesting, it was at the end, you know, as you're telling me all that you experienced because you're able to kind of see it all unfold before you, which is quite profound as well, but you kind of downloaded a lot of information, which I'm assuming everybody's situation is different and people have different levels of things that they're going through. And I remember kind of being a little bit panicked, like, oh no, Amy, like, how am I going to remember all of this? And you told me very confidently, don't worry, Erin, you will remember and hang on to the things that you need to. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So you take what you need from what I've spoken about, and there is a lot to process after the healing, but it is, it will come back to you if you need to process it. So it's almost like slotting it into your mind. So those things Mm. that are important will slot into your mind. It's like it kind of highlights it so that you can process it through your mind to release it from the physical body. But you do, you do remember it. And if you don't, there's usually little clues that come back to you when you need throughout time that remind you of that, the session and, and certain things that were pinpointed. So you did, you took what you needed from what I I spoke about and you was able to process it through that, wasn't you? I was, and
1: I will say almost, I wasn't sure, like, I mean, obviously this was my first time doing something like this and I wasn't sure what to expect or what I thought the outcome would be. I mean, I guess I didn't really have an expectation, but what I can say is that almost immediately, I felt lighter, and I don't even know how to explain exactly what I was feeling, but I just kind of felt like this pressure or whatever was like lifted off my shoulders. And I also felt a lot more energized, and that was one of the things that I was really having a difficult time with. I was feeling very lethargic. I was, you know, experiencing really intense fatigue, and I couldn't really put any sort of root cause to where that was coming from. I was sleeping good at night. I was sleeping quite a few hours, but then I'd, you know, be up doing my day-to-day and at a certain point in the day, I would literally have to take like a power nap or close my eyes for a minute or just kind of like pause and honor that <laughs> for myself because I I just wasn't able to press on during the day and I mean, so many things could have been attributed to that, right? I mean, we just coming out of the pandemic and all the different changes I've experienced, but I kind of felt like it was deeper than that. And I felt like I had been experiencing a physical manifestation of things for a long time with digestive issues and just overall health concerns. And so to go through this process with you, And then literally not having to have taken a nap. I haven't taken a nap since (laughs) we've spoken, since we've had our session, which is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And I'm so happy I did it because it just goes to show that there is like something, I don't know if you want to call it warfare or whatever, but it's happening subconsciously or in this
0: realm that you're not able to tap into physically. Absolutely, and when you're holding trauma in your in your body in your spirit, it's you're holding it in like you're tensing yourself, but you're not aware of it. so it's like your muscles and your organs are programmed to become tense through those emotions and and it does become it tightens your whole body, and that's what restricts the flow of energy through your body, and so your body's working like extra hard because of the tension that you're holding inside your physical body, which is why you feel more tired. And also because you're not connected, you're connected to earth. So your energy is not filtering, you know, into the earth. It's getting stuck in in that physical body and it, it's taking longer to process. So when we release that energy, it's like you are freeing that energy from your muscles from your organs from your physical body from your spiritual body and we are able to connect yourself um, into the earth and the universal energy so the energy can, can be a continuous flow so that your body's not working extra hard to fight this energy all the time so this mm-hmm. is what this is why why you was feeling tired because of the tension that was created within the physical body through the emotions that you were holding. Because we struggled sometimes, especially when we're very young, we struggle to process emotions. There's no sort of book teaching children or teenagers how to process your emotions. It's just something we kind of like just try and deal with ourselves. And that's where, usually that's where, from those times where the energy gets stuck because we haven't processed it. We're still holding on to that. So mm. it's great that you've, you've managed to go without having any naps. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know and there's nothing wrong with naps don't get me wrong but when your body is like legit shutting down and you're like no 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 I like it's only 2 p.m. I and I slept for 8 hours last night you're like okay something's up here there's there's a problem greater than I'm able to to figure out here so Amy why does it take 28 days after why is 28 that number that magic number for your body to continue through the healing process. And as I'm thinking about that number, I'm like, oh, that's also how many days are like in a woman's menstrual cycle, you know? And I know that's one of the things that you mentioned was you could actually like have a heavier
0: period. Does, do the two have anything to do with each other? Yes, so basically there's what, after the session, I always say to people that there's a 28 day cleansing process, so that's where your physical body May be shedding this energy, so that may be a bit of an upset tummy. It may be feeling really emotional or even angry. It can be heavy periods. Some people might get a bit of a sniffly nose. So the 28 days is basically a full, like the full moon cycle. So when we look at the Mm. when we look at the moon, the moon is seen as a womb in, in, in itself so we're going through like a rebirth in that that time so we're clearing energy and we've also brought energy back in so we're recreating ourselves through that 28 days and you're processing that it gives you time to process that energy so that you can let go of it as and when it needs to be let go of so that you can be restructuring you, you who you are and your thought processing, your belief system, when your body and your muscles and your your organs are all reprogramming at the same time. So that's why you're told that there's 28 days processing after the healing session.
1: Do you ever have anybody who goes through a session with you and maybe needs another or doesn't have, doesn't recognize the healing that occurred? There's
0: a few very rare people that have had Regular treatments, but most of the time, people may only want one or two healings and they don't have to be close together, they can be like a year apart or six months apart. And I always say to people after a session, wait until your 28 days is up because they're still processing mm-hmm. to be done in that time. And if you feel that you think there's something still there, then we can, you know, we can book another session. Or it may be sort of later on down the line, like I said, six months or a year where you might reconnect and say, Amy, I think I'm ready for another healing. There's something I just can't shift. But generally, it just helps to clear the energy so that you can move forward in life and you can discover, you know, you may be taken on another path where you are enabling to do self-healing, but in different ways. But it's just allowed you mm-hmm. to, to take that step forward so it's just clearing you, clearing you to take that step into that next sort of pathway of the matrix. Yeah.
1: Are there things that we can do like on a daily basis or even like add to? whatever practice that we're doing for personal development, self-care, that type of thing, that will help maintain positive energy and keep that energy kind of flowing through our body as it should be, rather than allowing it to be stagnant or kind of like trapped.
0: I would say that for, for everybody, it's really important to reconnect with nature because mm. earth is where we live and it's where we are grounded And when we're not going out and walking in nature and being connected to the animals or the plants or the trees, we become disconnected to earth. So that stops our energy from flowing as it should be. So I would say Mm -hmm. to everybody, as as often as you can, spend some time in nature as often as you can, because it really does bring you back home. It brings you back Mm -hmm. here. Nature has so much to teach us as well nature is the true teacher for us animals if you look at all the pandemic and everything that's going on animals are still continuing their survival aren't they they're still the birds are still Mm -hmm. going out looking for food and building the nests and doing migrating when they need to migrate they're still continuing their journey and the same as as the trees and the plants they're still growing every year and Give, providing us with um, nutrients and food, and then going through the, the shedding in autumn and, and winter. So they're still continuing their cycle, and we're part of that. So to remind ourselves that we're part of that, it helps to make us feel safe when we're grounded mm-hmm. to to earth. It makes us feel supported, and it helps us to integrate energies through our physical bodies and energetic bodies as well. So. That's one thing I would advise everybody to try and do as much as possible, whether it be every day or once a week. It's important to make time for yourself. That's the self-love. It's about making time just to reconnect with Earth. And when you do that, you're reconnecting with yourself as well.
1: Yeah. You're bringing that
0: awareness back to yourself. Yeah,
1: that's beautiful. And it's it's making me think like, boy, I really need to actually schedule that time, block that time out on my calendar to do that. Because we often, I mean, especially over here in the States, we're always like, oh, we're so busy. We still have 24 hours in a day. It's how we choose to spend those 24 hours. And I think we just fall into this trap of scrolling on social media, being online. I don't do much of this. A lot of people log a lot of hours watching television, Netflix, obviously, binge watching, and... That's such a great reminder to get out into nature and to get fresh air as well and reduce the screen time because we are, whether we're working all day on the computer or on Zooms and then we're scrolling on our phone, it's it's vastly different experience than being out in nature, hearing the animals and just being able to breathe that fresh air and also
0: appreciating like how beautiful Mother Nature is. Absolutely. And I think we do spend a lot of screen time nowadays, don't we, when whether it be on the laptop or on your phone or watching mm-hmm. TV. That's where, when we're doing that, we're using so much energy from our mind and our mind becomes the controller. And that's what mm. we need to break free of, the mind, because the mind can be yeah. uh, such a dominant vigor in our lives it's about feeling it's feeling our energy through the heart like if you took a deep breath and you thought where am i feeling tension in my body this is obviously similar to when you're doing yoga and other sort of practices exercise you're bringing your awareness to where you're holding tension in your body and just by being Mm. out in nature you just reconnect to yourself to your higher self and to your body and Feeling it, and like I say, feeling part of something, not feeling like you're just stuck in a in a house or in a flat and a apartment, just stuck on your screen all the time. It's just nice to break away from the mind, and just to just to not have to think about anything, just be. It's really important yeah. just to switch off from that, just to centre in, centre yeah. back in. I love that you said just be, because I think
1: a lot of time we're always trying to do things that are outside of ourselves. And oftentimes the answer is truly inside, right? Like when we close our eyes and we quiet down, we'll get the answer we've been looking for, but we have to take time to check in with ourselves and just make space for that peace and to be ready to receive a message. Right. And I think oftentimes we're just So busy in the hustle and bustle that we don't choose to do that, or it feels uncomfortable for us. Like we have to get into a better practice of being okay, being by ourselves and quieting our mind and closing our eyes, not just when we go to bed, but to have a moment of meditation or just peace, peace in the day, five minutes to ourselves or whatnot. Amy, do people ever experience a traumatic situation together or they're linked perhaps in an, a you know past life and they come and want a session collectively. I've not
0: had that before where people have collectively come for a healing. There has been healings where it could be linked to a past life, where that person's soul is stuck in that trauma of that past life and there are other souls that need to be cleared from that trauma. So if let's just say for instance there was like a an unforeseen circumstance where there was a volcano and a load of people died in the volcano, there would be lots of souls stuck trapped there. So it has been known where you would you've not just gone to do the client who's come clear their life, there's other people that are connected to that life that need to be cleared as well. So obviously they're the one that's instigating to go into that space to clear the other souls that are trapped there as well. But I've never had it where Mm. people have come collectively in the physical for a healing together. And I would say that possibly how something's affected one person will be different how to how it's affected the other person. Mm, mm -hmm. so like some one person may say it's so traumatic i'm really holding it here and the other person might not see it as traumatic as the other person so it may be related Mm -hmm. to different emotions
1: got it and when you're saying some other souls might be trapped at that point in time or from that experience from a past life in the physical sense, would would that be visible to somebody who's able to see, who has that that gift? Would they be able to see somehow those souls surrounding that person?
0: Possibly. I mean, I don't, I don't have that gift, so I wouldn't be able to say. Mm. <laughs> um, I, I don't. I can't see spirit in the physical. I see it in my mind's eye. So. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to say whether whether that would be possible or not. It would probably be shown as a massive energy. What's the difference? So basically, if you're seeing it in the physical, it's like looking through your eyes and seeing the spirit in front of you now. Okay. So when you're looking in your mind's eye, you're closing your eyes and your third eye, which is your mind's eye, is between in the middle of your forehead between your eyes. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like in the back of your head. So if I said to you now, close your eyes and I want you to visualize a red poppy, would you be mm-hmm. able to, can you see a red poppy? I can't. You can't. So I want So it's about using the imagination as well and allowing mm-hmm. that imag- imagination to come in and create that red poppy in your mind's eye. Okay. Can you, have you done okay. that? Okay. Can you you see? It's a muscle. It's, It's called the pineal gland within our brains. And the more that you do that, the more that you do the simple practice like that, and people do meditation to quieten their mind so they can connect to that gland. The more that you do it, the stronger the muscle becomes and the clearer that your visions are in that space. Wow. But there's also, people don't always see things. People get like random downloads into their mind. So sometimes mm-hmm. when you get random information coming to your head and you don't know where that would come from or an idea or something just really bizarre that you've just thought of, it's usually something like it's been channeled into your mind through the spiritual realm. So it's about understanding how you know you connect personally because it may not be a visual thing some people just see colors of auras whether it be in Uh the mind's eye or the physical eye and some people just feel energy they can physically feel it in their body so everybody's so different in how they connect to that higher consciousness and there is no right or wrong way it's just working with whatever feels right for you
1: and everybody has an ability to do that. It's just recognizing their ability and being open to it. Is that the case? Or certain people have a heightened sense than others? or
0: Absolutely. Everybody's got the ability to do it if they choose to. And there's different mm-hmm. ways, of, like I said, of learn, understanding and learning how, how you're working with that. Because some people struggle with meditation. Because meditation mm-hmm. can be quite long, So sometimes people struggle with sitting there for a long time and really quietly switching their mind off to get into that space. Or some people even fall asleep throughout a meditation. When you work with the shamanic vibration, you do what's called a shamanic journey, and you're journeying with the drum. So it's a lot quicker. And the drum's vibration Uh also helps to settle the mind and carry you into that space. So there's lots of different ways to try and connect to that higher self your higher self and it's just finding what way works best for you when you when you start delving into it all
1: right yeah which i mean i highly encourage everybody to do because like i said for me like the majority of the reason I wanted to have you on and to have you share all about this is because it left such a profound impact on me, not only physically, mentally, it's made me more curious to want to learn more about this, to really tap into it and and just kind of expand my knowledge And because this is all around me and it was so helpful and healing to me on my journey. I mean, it's, it's quite a gift. And if you're able to extend that to somebody else, or if somebody else can find peace or regain something that maybe they've lost, like for me, like that energy was just it was, it was almost like having a jolt of energy after a big old boost. And it's like, you can't explain it. I can't explain it. And some people listening might be very skeptical. But once you're in that seat and you're going through that process and you're feeling the physical of the energy moving throughout your body and you're listening to the drum. And then when you do the recap at the end, it's like, whoa, it's so powerful
0: and it all kind of connects, like all the dots connect. Absolutely. And you have to surrender. It's like you have to, whether you're, if you were skeptical, you wouldn't have it done.
1: You wouldn't, right. go, you
0: wouldn't have the healing because I have had it. I have, don't have it anymore. But I'd, at the beginning of the journey, I'd have people say to me, they'd come for a healing and they just want, they just go, like, tell me what you can see. And they wouldn't tell me what was wrong with them. So for me, Mm. it's like when I go into that journey, I'm going into a person's energy. So if their heart's not open for me to go into that space, then I'm not going to see anything or I'm only going to touch the Mm -hmm. top layer. I'm not hardly going to make an impact. So the people that are coming for the healing are ready to take that path and surrender and open their energy up to allow us to go into that space and, and heal what needs to be healed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for my
1: listeners who might be going through something or might think like, oh, this would be good for me. Like, what do you suggest they do? Do they reach out to you, have um, like a discovery call or what's what's the kind of process once they're like, oh, this might be a path or an avenue that I'd like to pursue?
0: Well, most people just contact me through my email or my Facebook page or even on Instagram and they just connect and, and I, they'll usually say that they feel that they need a healing. So I may have a, a chat with them beforehand or if I feel that, I mean, I can usually feel whether I'm able to help that person through that first point of contact if I feel that Mm. I'm not the right person for them or that they're not ready to take that path, then I'll tell them because there's no point in spending the money and 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 energetic wise, it's pointless going through that journey if it's not going to, if I don't feel it's going to benefit you. So it's always a bit of a consultation first. And, And of course, on the day of the session, there's the consultation as well, but most people usually open up to why they feel the need of healing before the session when they when they contact me and they tell me what's happening for them in their lives, whether mm. it be sort of mental problems or if they're suffering physically or just generally feel stuck or lost, that's usually when people get in contact with me. And Amy, what is your email and also your uh, Instagram
1: handle so people can reach out if they want to?
0: My email address is sacredoak111 at aol.com. And my Instagram is sacred underscore oak underscore shamanic underscore healing. And my Facebook page is sacred oak shamanic healing with amy miles and my website is www.sacredoakshamanichealing.co.uk
1: I will definitely link all of that in the episode notes too, because I want people to be able to reach out to you and to have this experience for themselves and to claim that healing in their life. Like I said, it was so profound for me and I definitely want people to take advantage and have that experience. Plus, I mean, even me just talking to you right now, your voice is so relaxing. I'm like, oh, I could really just (laughs) lay back on the couch and do another session. Amy, you are just amazing. I am so glad that the universe brought us together through a mutual friend, and I'm just so thankful for the gift that you were able to give me.
0: Oh, thank you. And thank you for letting me be part of your journey as well because that's the other thing. It's a gift for me to work with other people because every time I do a session, I'm growing through that process and I'm learning to navigate something new. So everything's, everything, healing's so different. So thank you for choosing me to be part of your journey as well, because the honors is, is, is mutual. You're so good. <laughs> thank you, Amy.
1: <music> Hook, line, and sinker. I'm going to cast some questions Amy's way, and she's going to rummage through her tackle box for the answers
0: up with your best relationship advice okay so the best relationship advice would be to allow each other to be free to be who you are I think because so many people get in a relationship and they try and change each other or stop each other from doing things because you know they don't want them to do it or someone doesn't want you to do something And I think that's where obviously the problems are created. So the best thing to do is to always allow that person to be free to explore what they need to explore on their journey and and be supportive through that as well. What's the cringiest pickup line someone's used on you? (laughs) Really? back in the day i was probably too drunk to even realize how cringy they were to be honest erin <laughs> there is there is one i love it. there is one i've heard before but i've not had it used on me and that is like wow that color really suits you it's the same color as my bed sheets
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that that's cringy that's cringy <gasps>
0: that is cringy isn't it <laughs>
1: What's something that you're going to let go of that might be holding you back from claiming what you want?
0: I think for me, and possibly for a lot of people, this would be fear. Fear is something that I feel that I need to let go of personally to, in many different ways, to allow myself to move forward. And every day there is a release of that in some way or form, but it's a continuous journey of letting go of that fear of what ifs or this isn't possible, it's letting go of that. That is something that I think we all need to let go of, fear.
1: Thank you so much for joining Amy and me for this conversation about claiming healing. It may be hard to conceptualize the power of shamanic healing until you try it for yourself. But as Amy notates, you have to be open to the possibility. I was open to it. I wanted to claim healing, and Amy helped me attain that goal. Here are a few of my key takeaways from our conversation. One, we carry traumas from this lifetime, a past lifetime, or even through DNA from our ancestors. Two, you are actually the one guiding the healing through your subconscious mind. The shamanic practitioner helps you and explains everything so you can process the experience. Three, during the session, you may cough or sneeze. It's just our physical body processing the energy. Four, the full healing process takes 28 days, which is the same as a moon cycle. Your body and muscles reprogram at that same time. Lastly, we use so much energy from our mind, it becomes our controller. It's important to reconnect with our highest self and break away from the mind, connecting with the heart and body. If you found this interesting, I share what was revealed to me during my shamanic healing on YSC Unfiltered. If you need help claiming healing, reach out to Amy and let her know you're a YSC listener. I've linked her contact information in the episode notes. Stay tuned for next week's solo cast. I'm going to share about claiming more abundance in your life, which is something I'm currently working on myself. Ladies, I said it once and I'll say it again. Before we can reel in the catch of a lifetime, we must first bait the hook with self-love.